and welcome in to another episode of the West Life Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. We are brought to you by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashfield Leagues, the best place to watch a game live and loud on Saturday evening, unless you're at Leichhardt Oval itself, of course. So if you don't want to head over to Leichhardt, you want to beat the crowds, head over to West Ashfield for the game and uh, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at WestLifePod. Check out the profile. There's a link tree in there. As we said on Monday night, no OnlyFans yet. We're working on that. Uh, but it is a link to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. And if our Patreon members are listening, you've got a probably half hour to get your questions in if you'd like to answer them later in the show. And if you're on YouTube, shouts to the dozens of you watching us on YouTube right now. Please give us a like, subscribe, share it, send it off, um, tell your friends and um, help us with the algorithm with yeah comments, likes, and all those sorts of things. Um, funny enough, talking off air, speaking of the algorithm or our YouTube, our guest tonight was um, yeah, just came along and found us last year and is a regular watcher of the show. We'll get to Sam in just a minute. I'll go to – let's go to As. How are you, As, on this Wednesday evening ahead of – um, not to sound biased, but I always feel that little bit more excitement heading into Leichhardt Oval games. Yeah, g'day Josh, g'day Rob, g'day Sam. Yeah, I I absolutely love Leichhardt. It's my favourite place to go watch the team play. They they always well most of the time they perform well, and it's just it's just a beautiful place, like beautiful atmosphere. You've got the field. It's right. Uh, the the team look like they're kind of at eye level when they when you're sitting in the in the lower levels of the grandstand there it's yeah just an amazing atmosphere lovely when the hills packed out it's not a late super late game as well so hopefully we can get a nice big crowd but yeah i'm i'm having a good night i'm just i'm just ready for some footy on saturday bring it on and a man who's definitely been to Leichhardt Oval literally hundreds of times mr bashara coming in from the red room how are you on this wednesday yeah, g'day, fellas. Uh, g'day, listeners. I'm great, mate. I'm having a good day. Uh, looking forward to the weekend. Uh, it's probably our grand final again. Like, we're hanging on by the skin mm-hmm. of our teeth, sort of mathematically. But, look, I'm just hoping we can get a win in Sydney. We're, we've had a couple of wins this year, but they haven't been in Sydney. So, mm. uh, let's hope let's hope the Tigers can do it for us this week. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Well, the last time we saw, we witnessed a win, I'm trying to think. Canterbury and Leichhardt. Canterbury, yeah. Canterbury Leichhardt last year. Grand yeah, 11 last right. year, yeah, so it's been over a year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as we welcome in our opponent or fan of the opponent this weekend, and uh, thank you so much for coming on, Sam, a.k.a. Wobblin' Jaw. How are you uh, on this Wednesday evening? Got your Cowboys stuff uh, all all ready to go heading into yeah. this weekend? Yeah, I'm I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It is a privilege to be here. I've been a subscriber to you guys for well over a year now, and uh, I think you guys are fantastic. So uh, it's so exciting to meet you guys all, and um, thank you very much for the opportunity. Can't wait to rip in. Yeah, I'm always uh, surprised when non, because we're obviously so biased towards our own team and passionate towards our team and our team only. So, yeah, we're extra appreciative to um i have heard um of the eels fans and fans of other people on twitter tell us that they do enjoy our show so that's uh extra humbling so yeah that um our fans call this uh therapy west tigers therapy so um yeah but we, we we're glad that we entertain those who don't need the therapy quite as much you guys are doing a fair bit better than we have the last couple of years but um yeah, and definitely uh, you tuned in to our Robbed episode, one of our, uh, I think it was our most watched live episode. We literally went live last year as your Cowboys absolutely robbed, um, our, literally robbed our West Tigers of a victory, a rare victory. Um, you tuned into that episode that night, Sam? I the uh- I didn't hear about that. I, I thought it was just a clean win for the Cowboys that night, boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I definitely did. Uh, I saw you guys before. Um, uh, you guys went live for that Rob episode. And um, 
yeah, the Cowboys were enemy number one, uh, which is very different for us. Uh, I believe we're enemy number I'll, one for a week or two, man. I would say the only referee, one cowboy was enemy number one. I, I think one the referee, cowboy. the referee, the referee is enemy, enemy number one. You can't fault a, really a team for trying to beat us, but you can fault a referee for an absolutely you like, and then Graham Annesley the next day trying to trying to backpedal it, but um. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the, the officiating. We 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 like a fair contest, and if that means we don't win, fair enough. But when you lose to uh, literally the first, we seem to find ways as West Tigers to lose in the most new, unique ways. Like we can name so many, but um, that one might take the cake. But um, uh, shouts out to, so like I said at the start of the show, if you're not heading to Leichhardt Oval on the Saturday, head over to West Ashfield. They uh, obviously have the huge big screen uh, there and nice, uh, live and loud and nice pizzas at the um, at the Garden Garden Restaurant and Sports Bar and Lounge. Home of the West Tigers is West Ashfield. Show your support. Major sponsors of the West Tigers, Holman Barnes Group. For more information, holmanbarnesgroup.com.au. Holman Barnes Group, bringing people together. And shouts to the boys, Tommy, Alex, and uh, Tommy, Alex, and Noffa sharing a beer there. I wonder if they're allowed to have a beer over the bye weekend. But, um, uh, right, onto a bit of news. Not really news, but this weekend is Brooksy's 200th game. So I thought we'd start with a bit of... Brooksy love. He doesn't get much love from the West Tigers fan base recently. Uh, I was mayor and founder of Luke Brooks Island, and we kind of were starting to uh, shut that down. It was, yeah, basically no man's land, a ghost town. But um, I don't know, the last few weeks, there's a little little flickering, little flickering of Brooksy coming through. And there have been, despite... The, the piss taking. There have been some pretty good memories with Brooksy. I thought we'd go around and share a couple. Um, as what, what have you got? What were some Brooksy memories for you? Let us know in the comments. I'm actually, so I'm actually going to go back to Leichhardt Oval. It was Indigenous Round 2018. Um, it was. I'm pretty sure that would have been Jonathan Thurston's last game at Leichhardt Oval that year. So, and we got the win there, Brooksy. Had an outstanding game. Mahe Fanua was man of the match, if I recall. But Brooksy, we scored the first try of the game via a Brooksy. I think it was like an 85-meter run um, that just set up the game. The Cowboys kind of got a close towards the end, but we ended up um, scoring a late try or two to to run away with it a little bit. It was a really good night at Leichhardt Oval and really fun game to be at. Uh, Mr. Bashar, what's uh, any fond Brooksy memories? Uh, look, probably the the most recent one that I can think of is the field goal that he kicked against South, and the way the boys rallied around him. Obviously, he copped a lot of flack, and for him to be the hero that night was really good. But to be fair, guys, I I really don't have too many great memories. I I remember I remember his first game and thinking yep, at, the, at, that the, too. at the time he played so well. I still think it's the best game he's ever played for the club. But at the time, as happy as I was for Brooksy, I was just so upset that Benji was leaving because I kept thinking to myself, imagine. Brooks and Tedesco and Marshall and Farah, you know, having having that spine for the next seven or eight years. And I was actually think, really upset in his debut, thinking that Benji Marshall was leaving at the time. So, but look, not not too many that come to mind, which is probably unfair to Brooksy, to, to be honest. But yeah, all I could think of was the South field goal last year. You mentioned field goals there. So I was looking up stats before I got them in front of me now. So how many, tro- what would be your guess? as how many tries do you reckon Brooksy has scored? You probably know. You're the numbers man. You no, might know this no I, I don't know. I'd be having a wild stab. I'd say maybe about 35. No. Not a bad guess. 43. Really? Well, how many? 40, 43, yeah. Uh, okay. how, many, how many field goals do you reckon Brooksy has kicked in 200 games, Rob? I watched a recent game. Well, not recent game, like on Foxtel. They had a game where he missed a field goal from nine metres out right in front. I kid you not. Uh, I'm going to say... Did I guess the Bulldogs? I'm trying to think of who it was. We actually played yeah. pretty well. We had Teddy. I think it was the Jason Taylor coach team. It was on 
Fox sell about three weeks ago. Anyway, I, I digress. I'm going to have a guess and say one. One field goal? Yeah. I'd say seven. Close as six. He's had, He got the game winner against South last year. The game winner uh, against the Dogs the year before. I, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I do not. And I, and I remember another one. Um, I think he got the the one where we beat the Rabbits by five points. I'm pretty sure he got a field goal in that yeah. one too. So I'll go. Th- yeah. I'll go through him quickly. So 2014. So his first full season. He got one at Easter when we beat. He also had, I believe, the runaway intercept try that day. Yeah. Uh, he had one against the Knights. We won 33-12, so that's probably not really that memory. One that might bring up uh, a few scars as well is he actually kicked a field goal the night that we were rigged by the Broncos at Campbelltown. It was seven. Oh, the goal point. Yeah. That was, he I, kicked I a field goal. I remember that one too, yeah. He kicked a wow. field goal that night as well. Uh, he kicked, we won 25-16 in 2018 against the Knights. Um, I mean, they were only really memorable, I guess, when you win by one. Uh, the Roosters, sorry, not the Roosters, the Dogs in 2020 at Com- Combank. Uh, I was at that one. I don't know if you boys were. I, was, I definitely was. I think was. I was too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, South last year. So he can salt them. So... He's actually um, scored a lot of runaway tries. Like out of those forty-three, yeah. I can remember at least six or seven that he would have either yeah. taken an intercept or you know knocked the ball down with his foot or something like that. And then he seems to scoot infamously. I think, I think the most famous try. Well, it's not even really a try. He's no try against South a couple of years ago. Just yeah. that probably sticks out the most. Like that was just the most Brooksy thing ever. You know what I mean? The potential to be the, the next Joey Johns and it didn't quite happen. It was a bit like that try that night to win the game against South. Uh, one, my most memorable try might be against the Melbourne Storm. I'm trying to find it. I believe 2016. Yeah, we won. Uh, so we won by a field goal in that one too, I think. So he scored a try that night. I'm just looking up who kicked the field goal that night. No, that, that was a loss. No. I'm trying to find which where it was, but do you guys remember it was the Ivan Cleary era? He scored a try on the Storm wearing the white, the Tiger face jerseys. If I'm not mistaken, it took about three minutes or four minutes for the video ref to actually confirm it yeah. was a try because I videoed my family going absolutely delirious, just kind of laughing at the time at my son Brendan running up and down and then waiting for the video <laughs> decision and my wife screaming and him screaming and I was just sitting there. That that was sort of when Robbie had been, uh, you know, exited. Robbie Farrer had been exited from the club and I kind of had the shits with the club. I really didn't care that much at the time. So Yeah, right. I've got, I'll show you a video one day. Sam, any, any Luke Brooks memories from the outside looking in? I reckon that 2018 Leichhardt Oval game, um, I think he ran down Michael Morgan that night. He, he had a really he, he did have a strong game that night, and unfortunately, I was at that freaking game too. Um, <laughs> but no, unfortunately, not man. I just yeah, he, he, I I I will remember I, I remember him mainly for his runaway tries um, and his speed. He, his speed is so good. He he's got to be up there like top five for the speediest halfbacks, um, or at least at one stage he was anyway. So uh, I over his two hundred game career, I definitely. Um, would say that his most memorable things have been his runaway tries for sure, or yeah. try saving tackles as well. So you're talking about we won 20 to 12 round 10 at 2018. Uh, yep. Tries he had a try in that one, as did uh, Malachi Watini Zelezniak, Esan Masters, and David Nofaluma. Corey Thompson playing fullback that night. There you go. Uh, right on to. Uh, we're talking about a celebration on to this only just popped up. I was just having a look uh, for West Tigers stuff and realized today that it came out that Joe often Gowie might be given to Parramatta uh, effective immediately. This kind of shocked me a bit. Um, yeah. Like, it's not like Joe is playing second grade every week and, yeah, he's getting decent minutes. I think he's been really good. I, Rob, I'll go to you first. This one shocked me. I don't know why we do this. Yeah, it's it's pretty baffling. Uh, I did catch uh, 
part of NRL 360 tonight, and they claim that he's currently on uh, 450000 for this year, and next year he'd be on six hundred. So it could have something to do with money. O- on the surface, like if there's no swap involved or there's mm. no potential plans for other players coming, I think it's a really poor decision. Um, this guy's bled for the club. We all remember Aaron's mentioned it quite a few times. He's, he's ran after our round five loss against Cronulla last year. Um, we called out everyone, the players, the coaches, the management. We've all got to be better. And it, it just seems that all the uh, the pro match guys are, are, are left and when you're all leaving. And when you think about Jackson Hastings leaving, Ken Mamalo leaving, and now player of the year of 2022 leaving, our three best players from last year are gone So if, if this happens. So, um, look, if he does go, he's going to thrive because if he goes to Parramatta, Brad Arthur gets the best out of his forwards. Um, he'll have a licence to offload there. We can see he gets his arm free every week. Um, I hope he does stay. I, I hope, you know, Benji releases the shackles a bit with our forwards and just lets us play some second phase this week because we've got to do something different. We we just can't be scoring zero points. I, I don't care who we're playing. We, we, we've got a good enough team to be scoring points against any team. So, look, I, I, on, the, on the surface, I'm disappointed with it. But if there's a plan that we don't know about, we've just got to trust whatever, you know, Benji, Scott Fulton, whoever's making these decisions happen. As Is there someone, a swap, like... Like Rob said, I wouldn't do it without a swap either. I would want something in return. They're obviously not going to give up a superstar, but yeah, absolute shock of a decision if they just let him walk to Parramatta. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure who we'd be targeting um, if if there was a swap involved. I don't know if they'd target another forward or a second rower or if they'd try to find someone in the backs, but there's a few players in Parramatta who might plug a couple of holes, but yeah, other other than that, other than that, I think it's an absolutely stupid decision because wasn't he only just re-signed late last year? And um I think it was late last year and he's yeah. he's on contract until twenty twenty five now. So yeah, it, it seems like a bit of a strange decision. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're thinking. But like Rob said, we've just got to trust the process. If and if they get rid of him then Hopefully they get someone in return, whether that be um, the other player who was linked to us from Manly um, earlier in the week or if they get a player from Para. Yeah, who knows? Trust the process. Shouts to Joel Embiid, who's playing Cancun at the moment. Uh, Sam, uh, you're a Queenslander. How how do you rate Joffa? Well, there's another piece to this story, and, and Rob can probably attest to it as well, that North Queensland were looking at uh, pinching Joe off yeah. and Dowie. Yeah. And they pinched uh, Sam McIntyre, uh, who yeah, was Bob a former Fitz. Tiger from the Gold Coast. And I like Sam McIntyre, would have preferred off and Gowie. Um, but as far as a trade goes, I mean, we didn't trade anyone to get Sam McIntyre. Um, but for Parramatta, I'm not too sure who they could trade him for, like a Makahisi Makatoa, potentially. W- I mean, would you guys be happy with a Makatoa? Yeah, I, I, I think we've, our strength is our forwards at the moment. And, and this mm. actually... We need backs. This will weaken our, our forward pack. Like, unless, mm. you know, if it's a swap deal, like, you know, maybe we can get Peter Sterling back and play halfback for us or something. <laughs> but but I, I, I just think it's a crazy move. I, I get why North Queensland are looking for forwards because you've got no Taumalolo at the moment. Nani's, Nani's out. So, you know, you're lacking a little bit there, although your replacements are doing quite well. Uh, look, it's a strange one for me, but as I said, there's obviously a plan. I don't think you, you let a player as passionate as Joffa go. Um, if we released him a month ago or so, I might have thought, okay, he hasn't really been playing like he did last year, but I, I think he's really added some punch when he comes on the field. So I'd be really disappointed to, to lose him. And I, I just hate seeing guys uh, being asked to leave the club when I know they love the club and they're passionate about the jersey and they want to play. And, and you know, Joe Offering, yeah, he's one of those players. So we'll just see what comes of it. I hope it just all, you know, goes to shit and he stays, to be fair. So. DD loads on yeah. YouTube. Sorry, Jazz. Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to add the last um, ex-Tiger the Cowboys stole hasn't turned out to be all that crash hot for them considering he's just, uh, like suspended, mm. for lack of a better word. <laughs> still down, well, the, the 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 update on the, the 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 most recent update I can give is that Luciano Lua actually will have his court hearing tomorrow. 
Um, and he end up playing against us on Saturday. If he if he is innocent, <laughs> the Cowboys are going to ask because he hasn't been named on the team list, which we'll get to in a moment. But yeah, if uh, if he is proven to be innocent, um, the, he, the Cowboys are going to ask the NRL for a special omission and have him uh, potentially jump on this weekend. So that'd be um, very West Tigers. Oh, that, that would be incredibly West Tigers. Very. Teddy <laughs> uh, Lodge on YouTube comments he said would you keep joe if it meant we lost justin manamua he might be on the out especially if he stocks up not much minutes look it's a good point if it means we have got some young guys coming through sean Bloor, as well as only got one year left on his contract yeah maybe if it look without seeing the books and the salaries and that sort of thing yeah he's hoping there is method we're a million dollars under the cap. There's no, there's no reason to lose anyone. I, look, yeah, it, it'd be pretty harsh, you know, to say what. Well, it is harsh about what I'm about to say about Matt Moore, but he's only had a handful of first grade games, and for, even from what I've seen this year, I mean, he he hasn't been playing great. He's not the so-called ball player that you know we've everyone's promising that he's going to be. And to be fair to Matt Moore too, I don't think he's been managed well. There was a three week period where he ne- never got a game in any grade because he was 18th man. So, I, you know, if we lost Matt Amour, I wouldn't really be too disappointed. If we lost Sean Bloor, I'd be Devo because I, I don't think our club realises how good Sean Bloor is and how good he can be. So, I, okay. I'd, yeah, I'd, be, I'd be pissed off if we lost Bloor. But at what I've seen of Matt Amour at the moment, it'd be no big loss. Yeah, well, I don't know what I'd do if we lost Sean Bloor. But uh, on to the West Tigers team list. Uh, it's exactly the same 17 as last week that played against the Bunnies. Dream Bullet, fullback, David Offaluma, Junior Tupper in the wing, Stafford Toa and Tommy Talao in the centres, Brandon Wake and Luke Brooks in the halves, Stefano Utoi Kamanu and David Klemmer in front row with Api Corosel Hooker, Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman back row, Fanil Pole still at lock, uh, Jackie Simkin, Joaquin Gowie, Alex Twole and Asu Kepa Owa. On the bench with Safaf Bloor, Manamua, Laurie, and Azatazi James on uh, the extended uh, reserves. There, uh, Sam. What are, what are your thoughts on young Jareem Buller coming through? He's we haven't had much to cheer about West Tigers fans, but this kid, man, within a few games, we're starting to feel like we've got uh, finally got our replacement for Tedesco. Yeah, uh, he's been a bit of a good luck charm for you guys, hasn't he? I'd like to see him uh, break the line and have himself a 60-meter run so I can see uh, what sort of speed uh, he's got in his in his back pocket. But um, very, very safe under the high ball so far. He did have that error in the final couple of minutes of that game, but the game was gone by that point against South Sydney this past weekend. Um, but very impressive young man. I don't know if I could say that he's in calculations for Rookie of the Year, but if he just keeps building and building... Um, he'll get there. So, no, Jareem Ball has been very uh, been pr- very fun to watch, and I'm very happy that you guys have got a uh, a solid fullback um, that's be- that's been junior produced and uh, is is doing the goods for you so far. Rob, were you expecting any changes from Shenzi slash Benji this week? I, I wasn't expecting major changes. I thought perhaps we might have got a change at left centre with Kapoa. Uh, in place of, you know, Blo- uh, Tommy Talao, sorry. But, yeah, like, I mean, that's kind of, you know, whoever you put there, I, I wouldn't really be confident either way. Um, I just hope we see a change in style. I just hope the pennies drop that we just can't play this simple, you know, like wholehearted, full of effort. I get all that. That's fine. But when another team matches that effort and they throw more at you, they're going to win. And, you know, like, we really should be heavy favourites to beat the Cowboys under normal circumstances, they're missing their back three or back back row, I should say, from the semifinals last year in, you just mentioned, Leilua, Taumalolo, Nanai. Like if we were missing, you know, our two second rowers unlocked, we'd be saying, wow, we're under strength. These guys are still thriving. Uh, they've got firing the last couple of weeks, the Cowboys. So I just hope Leichhardt can do bring something out. But we haven't scored many points there, even in the first two games this year against the Gold Coast against Newcastle, and Newcastle were missing a player for 25 minutes of the mm. game. So the, the attack just has to spark, you know, and that's and that's Absolutely. the only thing I'm not, I'm not looking forward about the weekend. I, like, I really want to go to the game, and I'm excited, but I, I'm thinking, man, I want to see some points. I want to see – we talk about, you know, we got Benji back, we got Robbie back, we got Sheen's back. 
West Tigers DNA. I'm not seeing any of that DNA in attack. I'm seeing absolute boring shit. Okay. And I, and I want to see West Tigers flamboyance again. It doesn't mean we have to be Harlem Globetrotters, but man, score some tries. You don't have to, you only have to do it twice in each half. 24 points will do, and that probably wins you a game. So, uh, look, I, I think the Cowboys are going to be favourites now, but under normal circumstances, this should be a two point lockup for us. As, and you're expecting Shenzi, I mean, he hasn't really done any shifty sheens, late changes with his team this year, but um, yeah, is there anything do you think Shenzi might shake up at all? Yeah, I don't think he's going to shake too much up. Like Rob said, I just hope we see a little bit more of a... We need we need to see kind of an amalgamation of the free-flowing style we attempted to play in the early rounds with the safety we tried to play last round because there's a mix in there that would work for the team, um, allowing them to offload the ball, allowing them to play something they think is on. Like some, I think the whole uh, Sheenzy premise in the preseason was if you... If you if you've practiced in the off season, um, go for it in the game, and stuff like that. I just think there needs to be some sort of mixture of what's going there. But I will say, I think the Cowboys aren't as good as of a defensive outfit as the Rabbits are, were, and they were able to shut down a lot of our um, attempts to break up through the middle. Um, I think maybe where we might be able to get the Cowboys is on the edge. I think. Taumalolo, if he does come back, is the interest is the difficult one, but that's kind of a wait and see sort of thing, I think. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Mobile Corp. So Mobile Corp, formerly known as MLC Phones, who was sponsor of the Tigers in the mid nineties. If you're a local business owner looking for a partner who will uh, would like to take away the hassle of dealing with IT issues. Make sure you have cybersecurity in place. Handle all your mobile device needs. Then Mobile Mobile Corp can help. Mobile Corp is a family-run business and long-time supporter of the West Tigers. Reach out to friend of the show, Stephen, and the team at Mobile Corp. Check out mobilecorp.com.au. That's mobilecorp.com.au. Shouts to our mate, Shane Walker. Uh, onto the Cowboys team list. Uh, Sam, let's change it up a bit. Sam, do you want to run us through? Uh, I'm not sure how big your screen is there, but um, do you want to run That's us all... through? Yeah, the sure, man. Cowboys team list, go for it. Yeah, thank you. Okay, uh, Drinkwater is at the back. Felt and Taolungi are the wingers. Holmes and Hiku are the centers. Dearden and Townsend, the halves combination. McLean, Hess and Robson in the front row. Back row, Lukey, Gajewski, Cotter, back row, and then the uh, interchange is Granville, Dunn, Price, and uh, Kuli Kafu, Fenafuiaki. And I'm buggered if I could read that reserve list, mate. I don't have your glasses on. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. That's all right. Uh, uh, Sam McIntyre is in there. I know that. Uh, Rob, is there any uh, any matchups from the Cowboys that are making you um, a bit antsy for this week? Oh, there's, look, there's definitely a few players there that, that make you nervous. Um, I think in terms of their creativity, Scott Drinkwater, like he, he can go short with the pass, he can go long, he can run, uh, he can put a little kick through. So Drinkwater's kind of one guy that takes the eye. Um, I'm kind of glad Valentine Holmes is on the left centre position and not the right centre position because our left edge absolutely sucks. Um, so, yeah, definitely um, hopefully Toa can do a job on on Holmes, but obviously Valentine Holmes is dangerous. Um, look, even, you know, some of their older guys, like Jake Granville coming off the bench, who would have thought he'd be playing the way he does? Like, you think he's got one more year left and he's going to lose his pace, and he comes on and he provides a spark, he provides the energy, and look, they're, they're just playing really, really well. As I said, to be missing all those forwards that they're missing, I know their back line is back intact now, but to be missing all those forwards they're missing and, and really having some outstanding wins, especially the one in Magic Round a couple of weeks ago, um, look, they've had a taste of finals. They were struggling a month or so ago, and, and now that they're winning again, they want to keep winning. So it's going to be a really tough matchup, guys. As what about for you? Yeah, I'm I'm looking a little bit more at the, the forward pack. Cohen Hess, he's always been a bit of a danger player when it comes to playing against us, and Helam Lukey and Jack Gajewski. Um, is a pretty potent duo in the in the second row there. I tell you what, though, Sam, you had a, a mighty good pronunciation of that last um, that 
jersey number 17. Is he on debut? Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to do that. No, no, he made his debut on Magic Round, mate. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, what Sam, I don't, I don't think Josh, Josh wasn't being polite when he threw that over to you. He saw a couple of <laughs> <laughs> He saw the 17 and he saw that number 17 and he said, I ain't going there. I've done that a Marshall couple of times pass. myself. Yeah, <laughs> the Benji thing. Um, what can you tell us about KF at number 17? Oh, so he only came into uh, Queensland Cup status last season, uh, maybe a little bit in 2021, but he's really fresh, man. Uh, so I'm really not too um, familiar with his style of play, to be honest with you, boys, um, because he is so new. Um, but from what I've seen so far, he does not put his foot anywhere near the brake. Uh, he just keeps <laughs> it on that accelerator, boys. So um, he put a massive hit on James Tedesco, of all people, uh, on Magic Round as well, which would have given him the world of confidence. Um, and while he didn't do anything spotlighty uh, against the Dragons this past weekend, he was good. Um, if you don't mind, boys, I want to back the truck up and just give you a bit of a spiel um, because I know what happened. We all know what happened last season. Uh, the Cowboys quote unquote robbed the West Tigers <laughs> and I've been I've circled this match um even before the draw was released last November and I'm I'm petrified that this is going to be an ambush from you Tigers. I hope <laughs> the Tigers play fucking angry this weekend. Yet play with more attack. <laughs> Absolutely. Um and I don't on, on, on my side of the fence I don't give a fuck if the Cowboys win five points to two. I don't care, man. Um, I want to see that 2022 defense come back to the foray um, and keep the West Tigers pinned inside their own territory this weekend because leaking 22 points against the St. George Illawarra Dragons last weekend, uh, I don't think that was good enough. Um, the Dragons have been tough to put away at stages throughout this season. They did score 26 against Easts uh, on Anzac Day, but to leak 22 in the way that they did, where they really could have put 50 on the Dragons at one point, uh, was uh, eyebrow-raising for sure. Uh, I look at uh, the, the team list from last year as well when you guys travelled up to Townsville, and the, the, the reason why you guys got that close to betting us that day was because of two players in particular, was Jackson Hastings and Dane Laurie. <laughs> and that gives me more confidence that uh, we, we can go down to Leichhardt and beat you guys. And we only did go down to Leichhardt Oval. I mean, you guys talk about um, the, 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 your stream being one of the best ever uh, when the Cowboys robbed you guys. Um, your, your stream about when Tigers hosted Cowboys at Leichhardt Oval on that Sunday afternoon when, uh, unfortunately, Tommy Radonik has <laughs> passed away in the league leading up to, uh, to be honest, and I'll boast here for a moment, I was at that game as well, man. Um, unbelievable day. What a, what an extraordinary uh, like day, like weird day, but super disappointing. They deserve to be booed at halftime, the West Tigers did. I'd do the same to the Cowboys if, that was, if the roles had been reversed. Um, so that does give me confidence that we did break that hoodoo, that curse since the year 2000 to beat Wests at Leichhardt in 2001. Um, and to know that Dane Laurie and Jackson Hastings aren't playing in this game uh, does give me a bit more confidence as well. A stat that does give you guys hope as well, in my opinion, the Cowboys are the worst team in the NRL at the moment for missed tackles with over 400 missed tackles. The West wow. Tigers are the third best they are the third go. best. So I don't know what their number is, but they're not missing tackles. They're not Penrith levels, obviously, with all respect, but they are, they're not missing tackles. Maybe they're ineffective in the tackling department. They have obviously licked their points. Um, but that is a stat that does go in the way of the West Tigers. But, I mean, Luke Brooks is 200. And, Rob, I'd love to ask you as well, because I was talking to Azza and Josh um, before we went on air, and yeah. I, was under the, I was under the cloud, Rob, that this was going to be uh, the last game at Leichhardt for the foreseeable future because nothing had been renewed. I mean, that was months ago, like three or four yeah. months ago since I last heard that news. But let alone that, another thing too, this is the last Leichhardt Oval game 
for 2023 because mainly due to the FIFA Women's World Cup coming in in July. Um, so th this is going to be a huge crowd on, on Saturday twilight. But am I right in saying that that was something um, that that was in the air about Leichhardt Oval potentially not being used or potentially still may not be used for the foreseeable future? They mentioned that last year, that there's a chance if we didn't get the uh, government funding and the upgraded work that we needed, that Leichhardt wouldn't be considered a safe enough venue to have games there in the future. So that is a possibility. But, I mean, there hasn't been much doom and gloom spoken about that lately. Um, I just want to say one thing about being robbed last year. You guys didn't rob us. It was the refs. True, okay, the, the Cow Cowboys did everything they could to win the game, but that the way we got robbed, like for a start, when we scored that try, the game should have been over if if the amount of allotted time for the conversion was allowed to take place. We wouldn't have even had a kickoff. Then your whoever took your kickoff stood on our side of halfway. Then obviously, I'm pretty sure Kyle felt he's going to get a lot yes. this week. He will absolutely cop it from the Leichhardt crowd this week. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's that, that whole scenario, I mean, look, it actually changed the game. Like, I don't know if you notice now, when the refs call full-time now, they do that absolute bullshit soft whistle, then the hard whistle. And that's that's yes. all come about because of that bullshit excuse that they made up saying, oh, no, we hadn't had the hard whistle yet. That was only the soft whistle or the first whistle. So, look, look, I, look I think a lot of guys, a lot of, I know some people would be gutted over that game last year, but I can speak for myself. I've got a soft spot for the Cowboys. I love Todd Payton. Uh, you know, they've been they're they're a good story because they, they aren't a team full of superstars. You know, we laughed at you guys signing your halfback on eight hundred thousand and you're thinking, what a joke, what's Todd Payton doing? And you know, you guys were in the thick of it last year. So I actually like watching you guys do well. I want to see you do well. I just don't want you guys to do well this week. This week. And, just, <laughs> and I just hope the NRL can just repay us the favor. And just rip you guys off this week and let us have a win. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> I mean, they got three things wrong last year in the last minute and a half of play. Like, please, yeah. you know, like give, give us a, a chance. But look, I, I, we, we need to fire up at Leichhardt. I mean, our, our Sydney fans need something. So, and, and if we lose this week, then every other week just absolutely means nothing. I don't care what we do the rest, rest of the year because the year's over. Absolutely. Uh, it's got a few, the last uh, several, or pretty much all since 2009, our matchups with the Cowboys. Uh, I just realized then pre-COVID, yeah, you guys did struggle a Leica, didn't you? So we beat you there in 2019, 2018, uh, 2016. Uh, 2016, was that the one in the in the rain? No, that was that was the one where Tedesco beat everyone for a try from the left. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like 13. Uh, he broke 13 tackles on the way to scoring a yeah. try that won us the game. Sorry, 20, 2013, that was the one in the rain, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the one after yeah. we lost seven in a row. Yeah. I, happened, I happened to be there that night with my son. That was one of the best Yeah, I, caught, I was there too, on the hill, dancing, jumping up and down like a madman. And yeah. 2010 and 2009 uh, won there as well. So it's only really, yeah, since uh, COVID and, well, literally that one game, that we bottled in 2021 for, um, yeah, Tommy's tribute. So who knows? And as someone brought up before, uh, Jonathan Thurston never won in Sydney against the Tigers. So uh, it's a shame he's not playing as well. <laughs> uh, lower grades. So we're playing the Panthers in lower grades, I guess, because obviously the Cowboys uh, are obviously not part of the New South Wales Cup. So... Uh, they New South Wales Cup is twelve forty PM. So they're doing cup then flag then first grade this week. Uh, why I don't know, but uh, that's the way it goes. Dan Laurie fullback. Who else we got? Um, Pello and Smith have both been named in the halves again. They hopefully they play a bit better than they did in the second half last week. Uh, rules rules at hooker. I think he hasn't been playing the last couple of weeks as he as. Uh, no, he played last week. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same team that was named last week. Okay. Uh, Matamura, Locke. Uh, no Bloor, funny enough. No Except Bloor on the team. But, uh, was, he, was he jersey number 18 for us? Yeah, or? he's 18th, 18th man for us, Josh. Okay. Well, he was 18th man last week too. I thought, yeah, they might let him let him play in, uh, in both. But uh, our old friend Luke Garner, he's in second grade. So... Um, 
Okay. Not, Bit of a fall from grace there. Yeah. Uh, this week, if they don't, if Penrith don't want him. <laughs> can, can I can uh, I ask a question about Rui sure. uh, Nat, Natakora? Um, do you guys think he's still a bit too young to be playing consistent first grade? Obviously, probably, but like, yeah, I, I like the look of him, and, and yeah. I was wondering what you so guys uh, think of him. The injury, the injury set him back a year, I guess, but uh, and he's got Appy Corosau and Jake Simkin. Yeah, hasn't has played well enough to not. I guess they gave him first crack at it, and he's probably not playing bad enough to warrant giving Rua a go. Yeah, he'll get his time. I, I literally uh, spent time with him on a tour of the facilities on the ten-year members' night. Like, yeah, great guy. And I, I told him like he'll be next for his uh, deb- debutant. Game, yeah, Buller got named. yeah, Buller got named, so <laughs> maybe he's next, but I hope so. He looks <laughs> looks exciting. He's still very raw. Like you watch him in New South Wales Cup, he's still pretty raw. But well, yeah, I, I can't wait to watch him play in first grade. But what about you, for you guys? Yeah, I, I think I think he's way too raw. I watched him play World Cup, uh, you know, at the end of last year for Cook Islands or whichever country it was, and he did score a try, but. He just, yeah, his passing was pretty poor from dummy half. He good runner with the ball, no doubt, but he's still got a long way to go, guys. I, I think he's two or three years away. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Um, at least on the bright side, he's got Robbie Farrah, who's probably the, well, the best hooker we've had at our club and one of the best hookers in the game in recent years um, as a bit of a mentor for him. But I, I can only think back to the 2021, I think it was, trial against Manly at Leichhardt. Um, he went for a scoot from dummy half and he didn't, and it didn't work. So we tried again, like two plays later and he tried it again, two plays later. And, um, yeah, it, he seemed to be a little bit too, I guess, reliant on his dummy half dives over the line and he didn't score any points off them. So yeah, he's definitely still a little bit too green, too raw in, in my eyes as well. I think in yeah, two to three years time, maybe by the time Appy departs the club, because or if Appy departs the club after two or three years, then um, he'd probably be stepping up then. But yeah, he's got plenty of time to hone his craft. He played really time. well in a trial against who was it? A Goss was it Manly? Roosters, maybe. Was it Roosters? Roosters. Yeah. He played really. He played really well well in the second half in that game. Then did um, did the ACL uh, not long after that. So. Yeah, he, his time will come. He's still still really young. Uh, Jersey flag, 3 p.m. So, yeah, 3 p.m. Uh, before the main game. So uh, keep an eye out for young uh, Josh Felity. He's been, yeah, turning some heads, apparently. So, yeah. Keep, so is Talender Silva. Talender Silva is the other one. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for our young guns. That's probably a good thing, our young, young guys getting... Hopefully, in front of a well-packed. By the time it's second half, a well-packed Leichhardt Oval uh, crowd. So, yeah, not um, not such a bad thing, I guess. Uh, right, Rob Sadamas, are you a betting man, Sam, at all? Yeah, I, I do. I do me weekly tips on my YouTube channel. Yeah, mate. Yes, beautiful. Uh, we've got a segment, as you know, Rob Sadamas didn't get up last week, I don't believe. But uh, what yeah. have you got for us this week? Look, it's, I, I'm actually going to file a complaint, Josh. It's very hard giving the listeners a really, really good tip on when the team lists are named at 4 o'clock on a Tuesday and having <laughs> to get it to you early enough to put out. But I'm actually pretty confident, even though there's some tough games, I'm actually pretty confident with my eight tips this week. But I just figured these three games that I've got there, I can't even see my own writing. I think it's Penrith, uh, Roosters, and I can't see the third Storm. one there. Storm. I just think all those games are going to be tight. I don't think they're going to be blowouts. So if those teams that I've tipped do get up, they're going to be one to twelve margins. So if you if you roll those into you know each other, you're probably getting about ten to one. Ten to one. My favorite Midnight Oil album. Uh, right on to our tips. Um, so feel Whoa. free to go, go Rob. Go, Rob. Yes. Okay, Rob. He's 12. Yeah. Hey, I hope I'm wrong, Sam. I hope I get seven out of eight. Trust me. Yeah, reverse I, psychology I, tactic. I don't yeah. think Rob's tipped the West Tigers this year once. No, I, did, I did first game. 
I'd first game. That. He's yeah. been scarred from the first game. Scarred from the first game. <laughs> uh, but if you look at the scores, I've tipped us this week, and I'm doing pretty well this year. So, Who's coming off uh, a perfect round, though, Josh? Not you this time. Well, you've tipped us as well. So you, yeah, have, you're yeah. in hot form as well. <laughs> so. uh, first game, we've all tipped the Penny Panthers. Anyone? Um, who are they playing against? Brisbane Broncos. Broncos. Well, not as straightforward uh, as it seems, really, that one. But as you said, Rob, it's meant to be pretty tight. Um, yeah, I think it'll be pretty tight. We've got our uh, our former Tiger, Jock Madden, playing halfback in place of Adam mm. Reynolds. So I think Adam Reynolds $3 is $3 for the Broncos. Out. Wow. But uh, I, I hope Madden has a great game. Uh, I, I think he's someone we probably should have kept given we let go of. Hastings as well, and we're really struggling for halves. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be cheering the Broncos, but, uh, yeah, I think Penrith will get up. Uh, on to Roosters Dragons. So the Dragons are actually playing less than the Broncos. There you go. Uh, but we've all gone chooks. Are Dragons any hope in this one? No, I, I think they're hope. I mean, normally when a coach gets sacked, the team fires up. The following game, uh, the Roosters also have got new halves again. They've got Drew Hutchison in at halfback this week, and Kiri goes out to five eighth. But I just still think the Roosters they have to click eventually. Like they're out of form. Saints will probably be free freewheeling this week, so I, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be quite close. But you know, I, I can't tip St George. And the Roosters were diabolical last week as well, which makes it even harder to tip that game in general. Yeah, it's a hard game. Yeah. You just think they're a much better team than the Dragons. But, uh, yeah, you never know. The assistant coach taking over might um, might fire him up. But uh, on to Rabbitohs, Eels. We've all gone the Bunnies. Uh, yeah, 310 for the Parramatta to beat South. I mean, yeah, we, we obviously saw how good they, they were last week. It'd be hard to beat. I don't think I'd tip anyone over the bunnies at the moment. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they get Moses back this week, but mm. I mean, it'll be a tough game. It's not going to be a pushover, but I think in the end, South will have too much, and Latrell normally fires up in indigenous in indigenous. I can't even say it in indigenous, indigenous round uh, and Cody Walker. So, like, yeah, they should get South going. Sharkies uh, over uh, the Knights again. Uh, yeah, the Dragons, of all these games, the Dragons, the Tigers are actually, I don't know, I'm going to say the shortest, the shortest favorite, shortest priced underdog, but it's actually second. The Bulldogs uh, are against the Titans. But um, yeah, Sharkies at home against the Knights. Pretty. Ooh, can, can, I, can I say, man, I think the Knights are a genuine hope. I okay. am tipping Cronulla, but you've got the Newcastle Knights are $3.45. On, on on Ned's, uh, uh, but they're, they're, okay, they're huge not on numbers bet, on Newcastle, man. Um, no sports better about uh, what? What is three twenty five? Yeah, three twenty five. But still, I reckon that's huge on Newcastle, bro. And um, while I'm still tipping Cronulla, I reckon, and this game is happening in Coffs Harbour as well. So um, uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. dude. Yeah, so I, I'm tipping Cronulla, but gee whiz, New, I'll tip in Newcastle at three dollars twenty five or three dollars forty. There's a bit of value in that, man. Mm. The line would Sam, be a decent you, one for them then. Before we get to the Cowboys game, Sam, have you gone the same choices as, as us in the prior games? Um, Panthers, yes. Roosters, They're yes. all heavy favourites. Yes, and okay. I am tipping Cronulla. Yep, yep, exactly yeah. the same. I think that if, if the weather's dry, I think that Cronulla-Newcastle game will be a really high-scoring game. It'll be good to watch. Uh, so, yeah, the only game we've disagreed on the three of us is our own game. So as and I tipping the Tigers, Rob, you don't think you're not confident we can get an upset. No, it's, it's not not confident at all. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not confident. I'm just. I just want Benji to release the shackles. I, I know if our team just performs to seven out of ten in attack, we'll win. But I'm not. I just want to see that seven out of ten. I want to. I feel like. You know, you look at our previous losses, like to Melbourne and to teams of the like. We've got to get down by twelve points before we start throwing the ball around. I want to see us take the game by the scruff of the neck from the first set, just like 
when we played Penrith in those rubbish, you know, rainy conditions where Brooks kicked a 40-20 on the first set. Like, we played like we just have to win. And I want to see that desperation in attack. You know, you, you can't destabilise a defence if you're just doing three hit-ups with your props in the red zone or four hit-ups in a set of six. You've got to throw the ball around. You've got to, you've got to have some second phase. You've got to disorganise their defence so they're not standing next to the same man in every tackle. Like, it's, we've just got to throw some freaking footy at them. And, and I'm hoping I get to see that this week. And I just know if I tip the Tigers, we're no chance. So the only hope we've got is for me to tip the Cowboys. It's it's the superstitious <laughs> and it's stupid, but that's all I've got, guys. We, we don't have a good team. I've got to work on something else. I'll, I'll tell you, can, can I just jump in again, man, on, on two different things? Thank you, man. Um, <laughs> I agree with Rob with what he said before, um, that $2.35 um, on sports bet about the Tigers, man. I'm surprised that's not a little bit more in, to be honest. I, I reckon... The, they should have been about two dollars ten to the Cowboys, a dollar eighty sort of thing. But 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 it's a little bit bigger than that. So I agree with Rob on that point. Um, but John Bateman, I, I'm so glad he's on the other side of the paddock, bro, uh, because our right edge defensively that features Felt, Hiku, Townsend, and it was Nanai, but now uh, it's Highland Lukey, which is which is better. Um, well, so far, um, I'm glad John Bateman isn't taken on uh, Nanai, for example, that it's not Bateman versus Nanai because Bateman just would have been way too clever, would have been way too tricky, and it would have put all sorts of pressure on Townsend and Hiku. Like if it was Tigers-Cowboys a month ago and Bateman was selected to play on uh, the Cowboys' right edge defensively, oh, bro, I'd be super scared about taking on John Bateman, man. Yeah, I honestly think the the betting prices just reflect our inability to score points, Sam. Mm-hmm. I, I like if we'd have lost to South thirty to twelve or something like that, I reckon we'd be favourites this week. The fact that we literally can't score a point and that we scored four points in fifty five minutes against you know St George the week before at the back end of the game, like we just don't seem to be able to cross that bloody try line, and that's that's the only thing holding us back from being a really good team because. Everything else the West Tigers are doing is really good, but the attack is absolute Z grade, and and it's just got to improve. And I think you know you just can't keep trying the same thing over and over again, and expecting a different result. You, you got to try and promote some footy, like Aaron and I discussed on Monday night. We're even saying like, let's throw Bateman in at lock. Let's have him ball playing a little bit like Isaiah. Yo. Let's bring Sean Bloor up who can offload. Let's just change something up a little bit because. Are we really going to be playing for respectable losses? Is that what we're going to hear from Tim Sheens every week? Oh, we only lost 12 points to six. You know, the boys defended well and blah, blah, blah. Oh, we won the second half. You know, like this, we're, 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 we had three wins under Madge this time last year. We've got two wins under these blokes this year and with a much better squad, with the exception of Jackson Hastings. And, you know, we're, we're, we're still making excuses for it. There are signs of improvement, but it's still not acceptable. And, and we sh- shouldn't be experimenting. And this is what happens when you have in- inexperienced coaches there. You know, you, you guys are going to out-coach us. Not just, you know, it's not just about not being able to score points. You have, if you remember that Tommy Radonica's tribute, Sam, you yeah. know, we, we kicked off the ball and you spread it three or four passes left and, and you know, caught us by surprise from the kickoff and you, you got three tries in about five or six minutes and we'd had our pants pulled down not long earlier against the Gold Coast doing that same move. And I, I just think we've just got to try a hand a little bit more. And if and if we go down by trying something different, at least you've tried. But if we're literally going to do three or four hit-ups in the red zone and expect things are going to change, hoping that the other team don't play well, that, that doesn't work. We've got to take the game. We've, we've got to attack. We've got to be West Tigers, not, you know, fucking West Pussycats, because that's what we are in attack. We're just not throwing and, – and yeah, opposition teams would be loving what we're doing in the red zone. They're like, we're not even kicking the ball sometimes. It's just really frustrating to watch because you see us doing so well in every other aspect of the game, tackling well, getting out from our own end. Like, the yardage sets are really good. But once we get to that red zone, we absolutely shit ourselves. And it's it's just not good enough. I can't believe Benji, Tim Sheens, Robbie, they can't coach some blokes to straighten up an attack and, and – promote some second phase and get something happening. Junior Tupo 
is a man that I do worry about. He's going to be lining up on Kyle Felt. So I don't think Felt is going to be jumping over the top of him. Maybe there could be a kick in behind Tupo um, if Tupo's defending way too in. But I, I do think Junior Tupo um, is, is a great young prospect. Uh, and the other battle that I'm looking forward to as well this weekend, yeah, the Ford pack is pretty good um, in general. But Papali'i versus, if I'm correct, um, that he's lining up on him, Highland Luki. Papa Lee yep. versus Highland Lukey is going to be an awesome battle to see this weekend. Uh, moving on, Bruce, through the last game. Storm uh, against the Dolphins up up your way. Sam, uh, Storm, you think would get it done? The Dolphins kind of... Oh, Dolphins, do, Dolphins, what the hell do you expect from them, man? Mm-hmm. Like, it, they're just so, yeah, off the cuff. And I give them a chance, but I'm tipping Melbourne Storm in that one. Gosh, that's, uh, that's like South and Roosters this game this week. Like Bellamy and Bellamy versus Bennett, all, uh, all yeah. the drama that went down with Cameron Munster. They've, they've got half the storm pack in the mm. Bromwich brothers and Kafusi. This will be a mad game. Uh, yeah, a hell of a game. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a hell of a game. It's not it's not going to be a walkover, no way. Uh the closest in the betting game this week, Dogs Titans to uh we've all gone Titans, but Titans you never know with them either. The doggies, yeah, they're at home. Might pull out a win on a Sunday afternoon. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Anyone got anything? No one? No? Yeah, I, I just think the Titans have got a, a few more points in them than Canterbury. Mm. Um, they got this crazy stat. Apparently, they've scored 26 points five times this year. So yeah, right. whether, whether they win five or In a row them. as well. Five in a row. Was it five in a row, was it? It's literally, yeah, five in a row. Yeah, so um, yeah, see if they can make it six in a row. But look, Can- Canterbury are playing okay considering who they've got out, but they're, they're just lacking some points. Although Addo Carr's back this week, that'll give them some spark. Avrilo's playing well. Uh, but yeah, the, the Titans are just a bit hit and miss, aren't they? Like they blew a massive lead against the Dolphins a few weeks ago. And, you, you know, they had they put on some points against Newcastle, fell apart last week. You just don't know what's going to happen with the Titans, but they're good to watch. And then last game, Canberra in Canberra. We've all tipped over Manly. Go the Raiders. Yeah, Dower game. Dower game, but I think the Raiders too. Uh, just check the Discord. The guys haven't left any questions for us. They're a bit um, a bit lazy this week, the old Patreon members. But the the, uh, the Discord, a bit fun in the Discord with uh, the NBA chat as I... N- uh, heart attack my way through the Western Conference Finals that started today, but um, patreon.com forward slash Westlife if you want to support uh, and take part in the show and yeah, join our Discord and welcome to our new member. Let me look up who was it. Um, my fingers aren't fast enough. Pete. You can never do it quick when you want to. Uh, it was William, shouts to William, who joined joined us this week and joined the Discord as well. And Shane, didn't get a read from Shane, but um, I'm sure he'll give us a good one on Monday. Shouts, yeah, we love you all. Uh, our next show, obviously, 8.30 Monday night, we'll review this uh, Cowboys game. No offense, Sam. We're hoping we really... Really would like a win. Um, That's all right. <laughs> our ratings are always much better when it, when we win as well. But just emotionally, we need we we need it. We don't we don't get many. Um, we're we're hungry for our third win of the season. So um, thank you so much for coming on tonight, man. Really oh. appreciate it. Absolutely smashed it. And um, good luck, but not too much luck to your boys. Not to the point that you get referee decisions. <laughs> on Saturday. Let go of it. You've already got the 2005 <laughs> grand final on us. So just let go of it. <laughs> no, seriously, it's been an absolute pleasure and a privilege. I've been a subscriber to you guys for a year and, and um, you guys continue to get better. Appreciate it. I wish you guys all the best in in the future. And um, yeah, if you do win, awesome because it would be it would mean a lot to you guys. The last game at Leichhardt for the for the year in Brooksy's two hundred. It's it's going to be an ambush on the Cowboys this weekend. So I just really hope that the Cowboys do um, bring that twenty twenty two defense with them this weekend, man. Absolutely. Any parting words? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> any, parting, <laughs> any final words before we say goodnight to Big Dog, fellas? I know, look, just just thanks again to Sam for coming on, and he's been a really good sport, and uh, good luck with the Cowboys for the rest of the year, except for Saturday. And um, look, I just hope we see the boys unleash. I just, I just, it's when it clicks, it's gonna, it's gonna rain, it's gonna pour attack. I just want that attack to click. And when it clicks, God help the rest of the comp. We can get some wins and be a real thorn to the rest of this comp. But we've just got to get some attack going, guys. And the three of us will be at Leichhardt on Saturday evening. So say good day if you do see us or hear us swearing and carrying on in the uh, Latcham Robinson stand. Um, but yeah, if you see us getting around, come say good day. We're always happy for a chat and love it when you guys, yeah, tell us that you enjoy the show and that sort of thing. So. There was a lot of that last Leichhardt game, and we haven't been to a game for like ages since uh, yeah. the West Round two. One and two. live. Rounds one and yeah. two, that was it. Well, I went to Brisbane, but yeah. So keen to get get out to the eighth wonder, and yeah, anything as before we go? No, that's pretty much covered it. Once again, thanks, Sam, for coming on. You've been absolutely fantastic, and yeah, good luck for Saturday, but not as much luck as you had uh, last time around. <laughs> All right, boys. As always, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the West Life Podcast.